an important announcement uh, down in Tassie today. The EGM of Game Development, Rob Old from the AFL, was down there alongside Damien Gill and Win News and SEN Tassie Breakfast host and the voice of Tassie, Brent Costello, was there as well. Hello, Brent. Hey, Jules. How are you, mate? Very good. Uh, what was the key part of this uh, announcement today? Yeah, nice big investment of $500,000 a year into developing Tassie's homegrown talent, really. So it's a, it's a nice a load of cash coming in. It's going to be for a state talent manager that will work specifically with 12 to 15-year-old boys and girls. There'll be a skill acquisition coach as well and then some other people working in each of the three regions. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a great investment. We've obviously got uh, some good programs here already. Our, our coach league teams go pretty well at that younger age, but this will only add to it, which is great. I was going to ask you about the general health of, you know, the talent pool and the talent systems down in Tassie because the, the upcoming draft next week is obviously really exciting. You know, Colby McKercher, Riley Sanders, both probably going to go in the top 10. You've got James Leake and Ari Schoenmaker as well, likely to be drafted. So I guess from the outside, you think everything's going really well. But how would you sum up the, the general state of development in Tassie? And I given if you look back in the last decade or so, in terms of players getting drafted, it has thinned out a little bit. Yeah, it has. There's no doubt this will be a really good draft crop for us this year, but um, it sort of ebbs and flows a little bit. We've had a few good years in the past, but uh, in more recent times, only sort of had the one to two a year. So this will be fantastic next week once it's all official. Um, the general health of the game, yeah, it's interesting. Obviously, the AFL team's going to help enormously, and I think the AFL realise that they need to get here to, to ensure the health of the game continues because it has been pretty bleak in recent times. Uh, I've spoke about it a lot, but Quinorki Footy Club here yeah. in, in Hobart, one of our most famous teams, really struggled to get a senior side on the park this year. We've seen a lot of regional clubs going to recess or fold as well over the last few years. So um, they, they realise that basketball is surging here and, and other sports as well, and, and they had to do something about it. And that's exactly why I think they've decided to put the 19th licence down here. Yeah, we've seen the Jack Jumpers, unbelievable success. So what has that me- meant in terms of, basketball participation. I mean, basketball participation is really strong around the country, but it's, has there been a spike in basketball participation because of the jack jumpers have come in, or has it just continued to be strong? Yeah, it was already pretty good, but the jack jumpers have just sent it over the edge, really, and it's, it's a good problem and a bad problem for us here at the moment because we don't have enough courts for, for kids to play on. Um, it's been a, a bit of an issue here for a while there going to be building a new facility out next door to my state bank arena which will be for basketball and a few other sports as well but i'm told they won't even get near anywhere near fixing the problem that we've got i know some teams for example can't even train um they can only play because there's not enough courts to go around so um yeah it's a, it's a bit of a double-edged sword really but there's no doubt that basketball is booming there's kids playing everywhere when you look around the streets and and see the courts the outdoor courts etc and um, yeah, I think footy's, footy's seen that and, and realised they've got to do something about it. And, and this will be good for that for that age bracket. Parents will be able to see the, the pathway now for kids. And obviously, we're not sure what it's going to look like when the AFL team comes in, when if Tasmania gets direct access to these kids. Rob Ball said today that they're still working through all of that. But at least that pathway is there now for, for kids to come in and, and try and get to the top level. State talent manager, that's, a, that's going to be a big appointment. Is there been... Any names suggested? Is there any names you think would be likely to be approached about that role? Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Um, that that will be the first priority out of all this is to appoint that state talent manager. No names have been mentioned that I've heard 
just yet, but there's obviously plenty of people around that, that could do it, even at AFL Tasmania itself. Matty Armstrong yep. has been working there for some time, so he's, he's one that springs to mind. Whether he's interested or not, I'm not sure, but um, I think that it'll be a pretty attractive um, position for anyone around the country, really, to come down here and, and work with the state's best young talent. What's the feeling about the new club and the stadium uh, right now? We're speaking to Brent Costello, Win News and SEN Tassie breakfast toast. I know there's a few uh, former Tasmanians that are mates of mine over here and that they were a bit worried for a while about is this still going to go ahead, all this friction between the politicians down there? Has it settled down a little bit? Is there still some concern? What's sort of the feeling on the ground? Yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting one, Jules. Um, I guess it all hinges on the stadium, as you know, the Macquarie Point Stadium. That has to be built for us to get the team and that's now a project of state significance yep. in Parliament, and that's probably going to be an 18-month process for it to be scrutinised and have all the I's dotted and the T's crossed. So it all hinges on that, really. But Kath McCann was at this press conference today. She's a board member with the, the Tasmanian AFL Club, and I said to her specifically that, you know, we're putting all this stuff in place. There's a board there. There's this investment now. Uh, I think there's a survey being released in the, in the next week or so that will be all about the branding and getting people people's opinion on that. Um, and I said, we're putting all this stuff in place where at the end of the day, this still is a, a chance to fall over. But um, I guess that the, the thing is that the more you put in place, the harder it is to kill. And, and that's my sort of opinion mm. with it all as well. I think it's just come too far now. As it stands today, we've got a provisional licence in our hands. And I've said this a number of times, I just can't see the day where we hand that back. It would just be a, a terrible day for Tasmania, yep. really, I think, if we handed back a, a licence. So I think we will get there. It's just going to be a, a bit of a long journey to do so. So as we said, the state talent manager's a big appointment, the skill acquisition coach, which will work statewide to ensure best practice and skill development for Tasmania's emerging talent, you know, working with those uh, young people between sort of 12 and 15 years of age. In terms of the the new club, what do you expect to be the next appointment? As you said, there's a board in place. You know, Jack Revolt was appointed not too long ago for that sort of cultural piece. Uh, what, what's going to be the next major appointment in terms of the new licence? It'll be a CEO, um, and whether that's... I, I, I don't believe it'll be someone like a Brendan Gale. I think Brendan Gale is their man. That's the one they want to get, but I think they'll put someone interim in for the short term and then try and grab him maybe in a year or two time or something like that. Um, so I think we'll see in the next couple of months an interim CEO, whether that's the exact title or some other title until the, the proper CEO comes in, I'm not sure, but... I think that's the next logical thing. And then uh, from there, not sure after that, but uh, once the CEO's in place, I guess he'll be the one making, or she'll be the one making the decisions around what's next. Is there a confidence that Brendan Gale will be that man at some stage? I, I think it all lines up pretty well. Obviously, um, yeah, his time at Richmond, you'd think, would come to a close at some point. And I think it'd just be a really attractive opportunity for him to be able to, to come home potentially and, and work in his home state in such a important and key role. I, I, I haven't spoken to him directly about it, but um, speaking to a few people in the know, I think that's he, he certainly would be their number one target. And, um, yeah, whether he's inter- interested or not, it's another story, but um, I think it would be a really attractive position, that's for sure. As we said before, it's going to be an exciting night for Tassie Draft Night, particularly the, the first two names we mentioned, uh, Colby McKercher and Riley Sanders. Uh, for those clubs that are lucky enough to land those two young men, what, what sort of players are they getting? Some really, really good ones, that's for sure. Um, they've both been spoken about for a long time. Two guys that know how to get the footy, who, who do really, really good things with it when they do get it. Uh, I think you would have seen probably Jules, Riley, um, 
Colby McKercher's goal at North Hobart Oval earlier in the season for, for the Devils. It was uh, breathtaking just the way he stormed through the middle of the ground and, and, and got it done. So, no, look, it's, it's some really exciting talent. James Leake, you mentioned before as well, really versatile player, can play up forward, can play down back. Uh, whoever gets him will be really happy as well. Um, Jack Callanan's another one in the mix. His father, Ian, played play for the Adelaide Crows. Yep. Uh, for, for a number of, of games back in um, uh, well, in the last decade or so, uh, he'd be he'd be fantastic as well. Uh, you got Geordie Payne, all, all these other guys that could be outside chances as well that, that we might see a really big crop of, of players from Tasmania. So it's it's really exciting. It feels like it's taken an eternity to get here. It feels like we've been talking about these guys for a long time, but um, they'll be relieved when. Next um, Monday and Tuesday night rolls around and they, they find themselves on an AFL list, I'm sure. Gee, we're feeling old when Ian Callanan's son's about to be drafted, aren't we? <laughs> exactly right. Now, before I let you go, Brent, what is going on between you and Tim Payne on SEN Tassie, this basketball challenge you guys have got going? <laughs> what is happening here? Whose idea was this? Yeah, well, it all came about. Tim's a very confident operator, as, as you know, Jules. <laughs> so not, not too much deters him. And, and we just talk a lot of rubbish on the show, really. And... It came up one day that I said uh, that I think the only sport I'd potentially be able to beat him at is basketball. I had a bit of a background in basketball when I was growing up, more so than any other sport, and, and he said no chance. So it all it's all stemmed from there, really. Sounds like uh, Scott Roth, the Jack Jumpers coach, is going to referee the game for us, which is great. Uh, Tim's agreed to get an SEN uh, logo tattooed on himself if I manage to win, and I've got to go and join his gym for a month if, uh, oh. if I don't manage to get the chocolates. So, Gee, it's a bit. Uh, that's not qu- that's not quite a level uh, punishment if you want if that's the right word. I agree. I completely agree. But that's how confident the man is mm. that he's willing to do anything. Uh, he's that confident he's going to get the job done. So, uh, good luck to him. I hope, hope it happens. I'm, he's underestimated me to be to be honest. I think um, I know he's an elite sportsman. I'm not. I'm carrying probably a few extra kilos that I like, but I'm confident under the rim I'll be able to get the job done, drive to the basket, push him out of the way, and it'll all be well. Well, for all of us that are not elite like yourself, we are all on your side. He needs to be taken down a peg or two, and we hope you uh, get the chocolates, and therefore he gets the tattoo. Oh, exactly. Can you imagine the TikTok when that goes up of him getting an SDN tattoo on any part of his body? It'd be oh. magnificent. Oh, and Hutchie will absolutely love it. Uh, Brent, uh, thanks so much for your time, and uh, we'll chat again shortly. I'm Jules. Thanks, mate. Brent Costello, Win Tasmania, and also SEN Tassie Breakfast.